The top stories from across the New York Tri-State. From the WCBS 880 Newsroom, this is the All Local. The NYPD and MTA police are taking precautions with suspected Maine mass shooter Robert Card still on the loose. The city's already been on high alert with additional uniformed patrols due to activities in the Middle East. But NYPD Chief of Patrol John Shell says cops will also be on the lookout for Robert Card. And those police officers will be deployed to high sensitive locations throughout the day. While officials say Card does not appear to have a nexus to New York, he remains at large. Transportation and law enforcement agencies are coordinating and securing locations. Deputy Commissioner of Intelligence Rebecca Weiner adding, We urge all New Yorkers to continue to go about your business, but to remain alert to your surroundings. Call a cop or 911 if you see anything suspicious. I'm Juliet Papa, WCBS 880 News. Jewish students who were locked in a library at Cooper Union last night as pro-Palestinian demonstrators banged on the doors and windows are now considering legal action. WCBS's Mac Rosenberg has the latest. Those protesters banged on the library windows for 10 minutes. Let's call it what it is, an attack. Attorney for the students, Gerard Felitti, says this was a failure of the school and the NYPD to keep the area safe. We had students calling 911 from school because people were pounding at the door, menacing them, looking to gain access, and God knows what they were looking to do. NYPD Chief of Patrol John Chell says they were there from start to finish. The school asked us that we would be in plain clothes, and that's a protocol that we're going to change and talk to all the schools uh, citywide about that protocol. The students will push for criminal charges. They also blame the school, and they want the president to resign. At Cooper Union, Mac Rosenberg, WCBS, 880 News. We reached out to the school for comment. Nothing yet. A seven-year-old boy was killed today while walking to school in Brooklyn. He was hit by an NYPD tow truck. WCBS's Marla Diamond has more from Fort Greene. It happened shortly before 8 a.m. as the boy and his mother were on their way from the Whitman houses to school. Antoine Hayes was in a deli near the crosswalk. The mother screws hysterically. They killed my baby. I grabbed the stroller she had. She wants her baby. Hayes flagged down a passerby. He stops off, and then he realizes it's a police tow truck. So he moves through the front. He's like, oh, why am I stopping a police tow truck? I said she hit a baby. NYPD Chief of Department Jeffrey Madry said the 54-year-old female tow truck driver was making a right turn from Myrtle Avenue to North Portland Avenue when she struck the boy who was riding a lime green scooter. My heart goes out to the family of that young boy and his mother and his school, his teachers who were also on the scene very tough scene to be at this moment. Witnesses say they saw the driver on her cell phone, but police would not confirm that. In Fort Greene, Brooklyn, Marla Diamond, WCBS 880 News. Five years after a Paramus teacher and student were killed in a school bus crash on I-80, two families have reached settlements with the school district. The family of the dead student, 10-year-old Miranda Vargas, settled for $7 million. The family of student Asher Majid, who was critically injured, settled for $12.5 million. The 77-year-old bus driver had missed an exit on the way to a field trip and tried to cut across three lanes of traffic to make a U-turn in a cut-through when a dump truck hit the bus, the driver serving a 10-year prison sentence. Some House Republicans on Long Island are trying to get George Santos expelled from the House. More from WCBS Long Island Bureau Chief Sophia Hall. Jody Casfinkel with the group Concerned Citizens of New York 03 has been very outspoken about how she hopes Congressman George Santos resigns or is removed from office. She's hoping the expulsion resolution 
will be approved. And they can do a lot. You know, these five or six members of Congress from New York, they can decide together that they're not going to vote with, with their caucus on, on, you know, unrelated things until their caucus votes to get him um, expelled. The resolution is being introduced by Congressman Anthony D'Esposito. Getting rid of Santos from Congress would require two-thirds vote of the entire House. This is not the only problem Santos has this week. Tomorrow he's set to be in federal court facing a number of fraud charges. We have been now 10 months without meaningful representation in Washington. In Suffolk County, Sophia Hall, WCBS 880 News. Santos will be arraigned tomorrow on 10 new fraud charges, including allegations he stole the credit card information of his campaign donors. He tells Newsday he plans to fight the case and will not consider a plea deal. When asked about the expulsion vote, Santos said, quote, if my colleagues want to do it, that's on them. That's on their conscience. I won't beg for my rights, end quote. WCBS has reached out to Santos's attorney for comment, and we have not heard back. We have more records for today that uh, were set a little bit earlier. 74 at Bridgeport, 76 degrees at Islip, 82 at Newark, 80 at LaGuardia. Central Park missed by one degree. Fair and mild for tonight as it will not drop below 60, most likely for the city. 50s in the suburbs tomorrow and Saturday, both days still well up there, way above average, 76 to 82, although a little bit cooler along the coastline with those southerly winds. Now, on Sunday, changes begin. Mostly cloudy. We're becoming mostly cloudy with a chance of a few showers, especially later in the day or evening. And it will be turning cooler as it drops from the 60s into the 50s by the end of the day. And right now in the city, it's down to 74. Humidity 48 percent with a southerly wind at 9. Stay informed. Stay connected. Subscribe to the WCBS 880 All Local at WCBS 880.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.